0: Good morning, what's happening? Welcome to the new year. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. That's kind of what we're talking about this morning. Uh, it's definitely what we're talking about in the uh, 11 o'clock class. Is We're talking about uh, at the 11 o'clock class how to enter into this new year. And the basis of the message is this. God has stuff for you in this new year. It's good plans to give you a future and a hope. And I would say in this year, in 2015, they're really awesome. <laughs> it's really good. But the, the thing is, have you ever had good plans laid out by the Lord before? And you missed some of it. Or you didn't move into all of it. Well, that's almost assuredly the case. I know I have. I know I have missed plans of the Lord by not knowing and what to do. So what we're talking about is how do we enter in this new year so that the fullness of God's goodness and grace can be poured out in your lives. And is that just important to you? Nope. It's important to you and everybody around you. Uh, And so we're not just paying attention to us. We're paying attention to everybody that's around us. So praise God. So that'll be what we get into in the 11 o'clock class. This morning ties right into it. Matter of fact, it uses scriptures Uh, some of the scriptures that we're going to use in that class. Uh, So let's turn to Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah 60. And verse 1 will be in the New American Standard to begin with. And let's just read verse 1 through 3. It says, Arise. Now this is command. All right. Arise, shine. For your light has come And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Now what it's talking about here is this. It's kind of telling you, wake up and reflect the glory of the Lord, or let the glory of the Lord shine through you. And I would say, in this new year, make this a focus. We just came out of uh, planning for 2015 with the ELT, and... uh, what we, One of the things that came out of that was this year, one of the themes of 2015 for Boomerang is be the light. Be the light in this world. Be the light in your family. Be the light everywhere you go. In other words, how are you going to be the light unless the light reflects off of you and you represent or you represent the light or it shines through you, okay? So either way, whether it reflects off you or shines through you, you've got to allow the light of God to come in through you, to you, and then do what you're supposed to do with it. So, uh, matter of fact, we had a situation uh, this weekend where there was a little bit of trouble uh, with, with Deb had something that came up, and and we were missing something. It looked like it was lost, and it might have cost a good bit of money, right? And so we were sitting there, and in the process, because Deb knows some of the things to do, whereas her flesh in certain times was going, Ah! Find it, find it, find it. uh, She was purposing herself and being intentional to cast the cares on the Lord, to be anxious for nothing, to relax and rest in him. I'm not going to say that she didn't have pressure from the flesh. She did have pressure. I told you you were going to hear this example. I didn't know it was going to be this, this fast, but it fits. Now, now here's the thing. Now, she, and, and matter of fact, when we got to talking about it later, I said, Deb, thank you for being the light. And her face was kind of puzzled, like, I was the light? And, and now watch what happens. She took the promises of God that we could rest in him, and as she made the decisions to follow the promises and the commands of God, cast my cares on him, rest in him, don't see the issues and the problems, see the triumph as we allow ourselves to be led in Christ. Well, what are you doing? When you're following the promises of God, that's the light being allowed to come through you, to reflect off of you. And what happened was this. What do you think happened? If we, if we cast our cares on God, the thing was found. It was a blessing. And guess what? That was a huge testimony to all of us at the power of God. Because she took a problem and an issue, and instead of flipping out about it, She chose to go about it the godly way. So the light of God was risen on her. The choice was hers as to whether or not to let it shine. And she chose to let that light shine by making a choice. And one of the things that we said was, every choice that you make, big or small, doesn't matter what it is. It may not even seem like it pertains to God or not. Every choice you make either turns the light up Or turns the light down. And if you think about it that way, well now, you know, things start looking a little bit differently. And the question is, are you paying attention to those? Are you noticing those? Are you thinking that? Have you really given the fullness of your life over so that you can reflect the light? This is command. This verse, arise, you, arise, wake up. Shine. Why? Because the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Let me me put it like this. If you are in your house and you close all the curtains... And you can't see that the sun is shining. Outside it's as bright as day, but you have no idea unless you throw back the curtains, throw back the discouragement, throw back the lies, throw back the veils of deception, and let the light in, or you go get out in it. But just because you can't see it, doesn't mean that the glory is not risen upon you. God has made you this promise. As soon as Jesus came into this world, we entered into an age of grace. And I'm telling you this, the glory has risen upon you. The glory has risen. So if you, every one of us, have the ability to arise and shine, and we have a command to do that, but we've got to step into the glory. We've got to step into the light of who God is and receive that. Soak it up, let it shine through us, let it reflect through us. Arise, shine, for your light has come, that's past tense, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So, do you have a choice as to whether or not you can allow the glory of God to shine or reflect or shine through you? Yes, you do. And so that's what this year is about. And we need to know it from the very beginning. We need to know that, hey, this is a choice. For behold, verse 2, for behold, darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the peoples. You know, I believe we are seeing this like never before. Not only do the Christians know that the time on earth here is short and that the, the hope of Jesus coming again soon is really soon, but the devil knows it too. And he's trying to keep everybody in as much darkness as he can. And you know, I, I remember growing up thinking uh, there'll come a time when wrong will be right and right will be wrong. And I thought, well, people—you know—people can see through that. It won't be. I have never seen a time like it is today, where wrong in the minds of people is right and right is wrong. And that's exactly where—that's a deep darkness covering the people. That's today. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. Now, not only do we personally need the glory and the light to shine on us, not only do we need that, but we absolutely need for this glory to be on us because of what the next verse says. Verse 3, nations will come to your light. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Do you know why the world is not intrigued with God and Christianity? Because the truth of the matter is, for as long as the light has been shining and we've been in this state of grace since Jesus came, Christians have not been shining like they should. Because the Lord says, and he makes us this promise, When you shine in the darkness, nations will come to you. Kings will, to the brightness of, who's rising? God's rising? No, God's rising in you as you rise up in the glory of of the Lord. He's talking about you. Nations and kings will come to your light. Do we see that? I mean, are people just knocking at, busting at the door to get in church houses today? Well, no. And and it's not just there's church houses that are doing great, great works, but the whole of the church and the body of the church for so long has not shone the light. Most people, you invite them to church, they think, I don't need that because the testimony has been not too bright. But this is the year to arise and shine. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of of your rising. Be the light in 2015. Make the choices. Follow the word. Allow God to be represented and represented to the people as the light that he is. But I'm telling you, it takes choices on your part to say, I'll do and believe what God said. I will do and believe and believe what God said. You can't make excuses for it. We talked about options for so long. You can't see there is multiple options. You should, as Christians, we should see one option. That option is God's way. But that doesn't mean that we take the options of God. I mean, how how rude would it be that I had this promise right here? And Brandon, I'm gonna mess with you here. Um just giving you a forewarning. Uh, so let's say that I had this great promise right here. I mean, it's awesome. There was this little scroll of a promise, and man, if you get this, your life is going to change, right? Well, what if I said, ooh, I got this promise. Brandon, you need to have it. Now come here, lean your head back, open up your mouth, and let's jam it in there, right? how do you think Brandon is going to receive that promise no matter how good it tastes? Right? Let me ask this. Just because you got a light doesn't mean that you force-feed it to people. If so, if that was the case, if that was right to do, how many things would God make you do? And let me ask this question. How many does he do that to? He doesn't. If so, your life would look different. It'd actually probably be easier on you. The only problem is you wouldn't have, that would be not a choice to you, and you would not have the option to love and be in his image because it wouldn't be love. He wanted to create people that made choices, had free will and made choices like him in his image. He didn't want to make robots. So we can't take the light that we have and force feed it to people, which some people, they see that the light is so great and they see how much it would help you and that's what they try to do and then they wonder why people throw it back up on them. And it makes them them reject the light and the ones who don't recognize the light and don't walk in it and don't make good choices... Well, it makes them have the testimony that there is no real light there. But I promise you, there is real light in Christ. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I know most everyone in here that's listening has seen it and experienced the light of God. And it's beautiful. And it's awesome. And it's life-changing. And it gives me a hope. It gives me a future. It gives you a hope. It gives you a future. It is, I, I, Nicole and I have these conversations on such a regular basis. It's so much better and easier. I don't know how other people live life without it. In other words, your life, no matter where you're at right now, your life can change for the better simply by accepting Him as the light that He is. It can, it can go to great heights and pull you out of great depths because of that great light that Jesus is in our lives. It's awesome, but he's not going to force feed it to you. He's not going to do that, and we're not to do that either. We're simply to shine, and why are we to shine? Why, Why is it as a Christian I don't have to go over here and force feed the light to somebody? Why do I not have to do that? Put verse 3 back up. Because it says when I am that light and I actually shine and reflect that light, it says the nations and even kings will come to the light. So let's ask this question then. How well have we, not just as Boomerang, but the overall church in the world, How good have we shown the light? It's definitely worth asking. Facing reality. Because when we face reality, it forces us to see the need for change. We need to make sure that we change accordingly. All right, let's look at these same verses in the New Living. Verse 1. Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Now I want you to notice this. Why would God send a glory? Why would God send a light to shine, to rise if it wasn't but to shine on you? you realize God could have sat in heaven and never rose the light, never raised the glory of his his self on this earth? He could have said, forget earth, they messed up and walked away. The only reason the light shined after that was because he wanted it to get on you and you to be a part of it because he loved you. I love this, the glory of the Lord is, it, here's its purpose, at least one of them. It rises, it rises, it moves. His glory, his light, it moves for this purpose to shine on you, to shine through you so that you can be the light and have the light. Let me say that differently. So that you can have that light, that you can have that glory and that you can be that light and be that glory. That's his purpose. It rises to shine on you. Verse 2. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. This is promise. This is promise. You know, well, I just feel so, so dark and down and, and just in a rut. It's not because the glory's not shining. It's because you've tucked yourself away in the rut. Of a worldly life, somehow, some way, because the glory is shining. If you'll accept it, so if you're in that place, if you're in that rut, if you're in that darkness, and you're in the that deep depression, and you feel it like there's no hope, there's no light. I'm telling you, there's a light. Dig yourself out of, out of that hole. And here's all you got to do. This is this is how you dig out of that hole. Jesus, help. I need your help. He will respond to that. He will respond. He's shining on you. He's shining on all of mankind. And He has been for 2,000 years. Everything's been done. He said it is finished. He's shining. He's waiting to shine on you. You've got to come outside. And you come outside by not staying there saying, I don't see anything. In other words, if you were in your house, how silly would it be if you were in your house and you were in the back bedroom and you were in you were in this little closet and on the door of the closet it said depression or discouragement or or anything, you know, rut, <laughs> anything, and you were hiding in that closet and there were no windows in that closet, and you said. And you were complaining and shouting out loud, and you had a family member that was back there in that closet, and they were wailing and whining and going, Oh God, I can't see any hope. I can't see any light. I just I don't understand. Why doesn't God help me? Now what would you tell that family member? Get out of the closet. Step out of hopelessness and into hope. Make the choice to move. Because the light's already shining outside. It's simply a matter of getting yourself into a position to receive what's already there. If you're in a room and the windows are closed and the curtains are closed, throw the windows open. Run outside and get in it and soak in it because it's sitting there in Jesus. The light is shining. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory, this is the promise, the glory, the light of the Lord rises and appears over you. In the verse before, it has risen over you. It's sitting there waiting, shining like the sun outside while we stay inside and complain that God's not helping us. He has helped us throw back the curtains of despair, throw back the curtains of depression, step into the hope of the Lord and receive the warmth of His light. Verse 3. All the nations, all nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. 2015, we've got to be the light. Be the light. Be the light. We don't, we're, we don't be the light just by calling ourselves the light. Oh, I'm the light. I'm the light. Praise God. Yeah, I'm the light. You don't look very bright. But I am. We don't be the light by just calling ourselves the light. We are the light by making choices to reflect His light. By letting His light shine on us. Our choices to follow His word and believe His word. To follow His character and believe in His character. To follow His love and believe His love that turns us into beings that are designed to carry and shine that light. Those choices allow us to shine the light or not. So don't just say, oh, I'm the light because I'm a Christian. All right, well, let's prove it. Your walk's telling me that you may be missing some stuff. the, The dimness of the bulb of your life needs to be turned up. And so, in other words, your choices on how to live everyday life need to change and line up with what the true light is. If you want to shine, then you're going to look to the real light and say, what does he do? What does he say? What does he tell me to do? What does he sh- how does he show me the way? And you'll walk in that way. Paul said it like this, follow me as I follow Christ. As I follow that true light of Christ, I will start to shine, and people will come to that light. In 2015, be the light. Amen? Father, we just thank you that we have opportunity to be the light of God today. Lord, we praise you that this year is a great and mighty year in you. This is your year. Lord, let us be the light that you have called us to be. Let us see the choices that that separate us from darkness or light. Let us see those choices and and be strengthened with all might, all your might, to walk into the light and shine the light. Father, we praise you for that. Thank you that we even have opportunity in this earth to be the light because the light of Christ is shining on us, and it has been. Lord, let us step out into it and shine as bright as we can, not just so that our lives can have glory and light in it, but that glory and light can overflow into the lives of others around us, and a world, a nation, a city can change. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Thank you.